Hey guys, Jeff Gilman of Solid Canine Training. So this is another episode of the WWJD Goes Deep, What Would Jeff Do Goes Deep, where I take a lot of the questions, um, the philosophy, the tools, the techniques, the protocols from the What Would Jeff Do show, which streams every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube Live. But it's an hour-long show, and we get over 100 questions. So sometimes it's, almost all the time, it's hard to go into deep about you know almost all the concepts. So what I try to do is to come up with these, what would Jeff do goes deep, so I can start picking out one thing and really going deep with it. So um, we get a lot of questions about the bonker. So I really want to focus on the bonker with this one. And I've had to make a really, really interesting decision. Um, if you don't know what a bonker is, it's a cotton towel. And you say no, and then you throw it at the dog. First of all, it's not used in obedience training. It's used to stop unwanted behaviors. It's literally one of the best unwanted behavior stoppers that there is. I always say no first, then you always deploy. I've got videos on how to make them and how to use them. But this is also the one item, the one technique that has caused myself, my company, my family, a lot of uh, turmoil, everything from international threats, including death and um, harm to my family and to myself, as well as, as, well as just organized hate um, and cancel culture. And it's been going on for about a year and it's reached way past the tipping point. And now the seminars are back on the road again, like I'm in Nashville, Tennessee right now, I'm about to do a seminar tomorrow in Nashville. I always show at my seminars how to bonk, the timing of the bonk, which is very, very important. Um, and, but the amount of heat that I'm getting is astronomical. So I've had to make a really, really tough decision about whether we bonk or don't bonk. And some of you might be happy about this. Some of you might be upset about this. But I think it's important for me to, to make these hard decisions when it comes to my company. And also come to, you know, a lot of different, a lot of different things. So I've made the decision um, that I will not stop bonking. I'm never going to stop bonking. I'm never going to stop demonstrating how to bonk in my seminars. I'm never going to stop, stop speaking out about how powerful the bonker is. And frankly, I'm going to be bonking every day. I will continue to show people how to do it. I will take people through the timing, how to make it, how to deploy it. I will show them what to do and I will not stop. And cancel culture will not stop me. And if somebody wants to make it look like I'm hitting a dog or abusing a dog, that's on you. It's got nothing to do with me. We use the bonker to stop unwanted behaviors. We do not use the bonker to train behaviors. So for people to think that I'm just walking up to a dog that's doing nothing and doing any sort of consequential correction, that's just unheard of. We actually food and clicker train dogs, but we're really, really good at stopping unwanted behaviors. 
And let me tell you an interesting story that happened two days ago. I do online consults around the world. Like the other day I did Japan, Norway, and the UK. Well, I had a really interesting talk with um, one of the people from the consult that I did in the UK, Manchester, England, which is the belly of the beast of hate. Just the UK, just they, there's a lot of hate that comes out of there, at least towards me. Like it's all documented. We know where all the hate comes from. We can categorize it by state. We can get right down to the IP address. So, you know, this person booked the online session with me because I do online consulting around the world every day while I was on vacation. And then when I got back, two days after I got back, we did it. And this was about nine days after they made the online session. He, him and his wife had a host of issues, everything from barking at the front door, um, leech reactivity, jumping on guests, um, redirecting, um, uh, not holding commands that they know, not holding a known command, uh, resource guarding, um, a few other things. And they're like, Jeff, like we made this nine days ago when we were knee deep in this mess, but I started watching your videos. I didn't even know what a bonker was. In the UK, bonker means something totally different. And they've all gone away. They've stopped. He stopped them on his own. And he said to me, Jeff, the relationship with my dog has never been better. And the concept that it destroys relationships, that it creates other unwanted behaviors, that you're creating a ticking time bomb, that bad behaviors are going to come back. Well, bad behaviors come back all the time, no matter how you train. It's like you are trying to lose weight and you go off your food plan or stop going to the gym. Well, you get out of shape and lose weight. You run marathons and stop running. You can't run as far anymore. So it, it's sort of common sense. Um, so he stopped everything, literally, on his own, for free, with our free content, all with this, because he paid attention on how to do it. And also, as far as obedience, to train, say, a down, we do positive reinforcement, food, clicker, food or marker, luring to train it. And after 150, 200, 300 times of the dog being very proficient in it, to get a dog to hold command around high levels of distractions, unfortunately, that training modality doesn't work anymore because there's a lot of other things that are more important. So then you have to now apply a punisher, a correction, for a dog that knows the command and is very proficient in the command in order for the dog to hold the command. So he goes, yeah, my dog knows, my dog knows down. It's known down for a long time. I've done hundreds of reps of down, but he still breaks it on like this other stuff. I said, so what'd you do? Well, I said, no, and bonked. And he goes, now he stays 
in a down stay. That's after you've trained the dog how to do something. So, and I get hundreds of these, not just on consults, but emails, letters, personal messages, want to make a post about it, how the bonker has been the best thing ever. This is also someone that's gone through three to four trainers. So it's not like they weren't trying. They were trying a lot and it was making it worse. So there's different ideologies out there. So I will never stop. I will continue to educate. I will continue to show because dogs are dying out there and dogs are dying and being given up for one major reason. Bad behaviors are not being stopped. Bottom line. So my seminars, they're called Jeff Gelman Problem Solving Seminars. My podcast, What Would Jeff Do? is based on how to stop unwanted behaviors. My training center, we do it all. We train your dog how to do things, which is a reward-based system, and how to stop things, which is a punitive-based system. And then we also do huge confidence building. We do obviously proper exercise. We do socialization, and then you end up with a well-rounded dog. And then we do huge amounts of training with the owner. So in a two-day seminar, when, you, when there's 20 dogs, half of them are trying to attack me. And by day two, 20 dogs are all, all lying down in a down stay next to each other. And somebody comments saying, I couldn't even walk into a room with a, my dog when there was one dog in it. And now my dog is doing a down stay with 20 dogs. They're blown away. So I think we have to start thinking about context not just in dog training, but in everything in the world. And also understanding the concept of when I'm bonking, when you are applying a correction. If a dog is lying down peacefully, why would you correct it? But when a dog is jumping up on you or two dogs are about to fight, you actually bonk before they start fighting. You correct before they start fighting. You don't wait until they start fighting. You actually correct the thought process. And think about it as rehab. Like, why would I let you even walk into a bar if you're trying to stay sober? Like, you're not going to drink soda water. You know, you're not there. You're, you're going to go in there for a reason. So it's the same thing with bonking when it comes to leash reactivity, aggression, um, um, things like that, where a lot of times it seems like the dog is doing nothing, but it's like, but you have to listen to the narrative. You got to listen to the narrative. And... Owners are thrilled to learn bonking skills. People arrive at my seminars just to learn how to bonk. They want to know. They need the information. So because of that, I will not back down. So that's why we bonk. So when I talk about bonking on my podcast, the reason why I recommend it so much to people is because it works incredibly well. Is it the only way to correct a dog? Nope. But it's a highly efficient way for the average dog owner to stop an unwanted behavior 
quickly, efficiently, inexpensively, and you don't have to have this huge skill set. And when we teach obedience, we do three to 400 reps. That takes time. But when it comes to correcting a dog, you don't have time for that. And teaching a dog an alternative command is not going to stop the bad behavior. They just learned a new skill. But you still got to get rid of the bad behavior. So this was my what would you have to go deep about the concept of bonking, why we bonk, and why we recommend it so much. And I think it's important that people always think about this stuff in context. You'll often hear me say it. People ask a lot of questions about it. I usually say, go to my website, look it up. But now I wanted to go a little bit deeper into the concept behind it. Remember, you're always saying no first, then you're deploying. And what you're doing is you're teaching the power of the word no. A lot of people will say the word no, but it doesn't mean anything. You might as well say yes. No actually means yes, because the dog doesn't stop. Remember, no is an English word. The dog doesn't know what it means until you put meaning to it. They don't know what sit, down, place, here, heel means until you teach it and then name it. And that's how we train obedience. We teach the command and then we name it. Therefore, you can name down, like, and why do you think people use different languages? You can use different languages if you want to. You can use food groups if you want to. You know, so I think it's important that you teach the dog the what no means and how powerful no is. Jeff Gelman, Solid Canine Training. I'm madly in love with you. And I'm looking forward to the seminar series for 2020. We've got six more dates. And I'm looking forward to 2021 when we're going to probably be doing 20 of them. Take care. Bye.